You are listening to Verse Per Verse with Amichai Laulevi, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. This weekly podcast focusing on the Torah portion was originally recorded in 2006 and 2007, but like the weekly Torah portion, they are as timeless as ever. Welcome to the weekly Torah, verse per verse by the Leviticus Consortium of Scribes with easy access into biblical knowledge. This week, Vayishlach, the saga of Jacob's journeys in his homeland, Canaan. While last week the clan was just created, and the names of the twelve sons and one daughter with deep puns and characters of archetypical meaning were introduced. This week, we're focusing on one of those twelve tribes and the moment of his birth. This is the youngest of the twelve, the prominent number twelve on the clock face. His name is Benjamin, Benjamin. The context to his birth is the reunion of Jacob with his brother Esau and Rachel's giving birth on the road, unexpectedly perhaps, for the second and last time. Genesis, according to the Jewish Publication Society, translation, chapter 35, verse 18, says, But as she breathed her last, for she was dying, she named him Benoni. But his father called him Benjamin. Thus Rachel died. She was buried on the road to Ephrat, which is now Bethlehem. In a book where name changes are significant, there are two name changes in this verse that happened quickly and almost escaped notice. One is historical and geographical, even political. This place known as Bethlehem is also known as Ephrat. The most striking one is the emotional one. Rachel names him Ben-Oni, her last choice. Jacob's revision, Benjamin, son of strength. So what's the story here in this moment of birth for Benjamin? Different notes in the JPS translation explain Ben-Oni as son of suffering, or son of sorrow, or son of strength, while Benjamin, Benjamin, would mean the son of the right hand, or the son of the south. In the Fox translation, it is son of my woe, and son of my right hand. Oni is an interesting word in Hebrew, and Rachel's last words might mean a sense of feeling wrong, feeling guilty, perhaps for stealing her father's idols, a famous transgression of hers, or perhaps for the life she led, or perhaps for just sorrow. If it means south, for Yamin, Jacob's choice, it might not just mean to the strength of his love for Rachel, but also the fact that the tribe of Benjamin will eventually become a strategic factor in the south of the country and will bring forth Israel's first king, Saul. Peter Pitzeler, who's one of our consortium scribes, wrote the following regarding Benjamin. All the considerations of the name were in play this past Sunday when I gave a workshop for a group of Jewish men and women 
who had been bereaved by 9-11. Convened in the immediate aftermath of shock and pain, the group met regularly, traveled to Israel together last year, and continues to meet for facilitated sessions of support, sharing, and exploration. For this group of survivors, the figure of Benjamin became particularly powerful. They knew, as their own, the face of loss, regret, guilt, and sorrow, and the face of strength, hope, and growth. For many, Jacob's immediate decision to override his wife's dying breath was seen as a brave and necessary act of reclaiming life over death. In fact, each of them had been their own Jacob, wrestling hope from loss, but wrestling with loss as a way of gaining strength. Benjamin, who has hardly any story at all in the chapters which follow, stood in that circle as an emblem of bereavement and redemption. In his double name, we acknowledge the two sides of the soul, and so our own story is reflected in him. Thus, Lovitakis would like to suggest a translation. Rachel's soul departed, and as she died, she named him Son of Suffering, but Jacob named him Son of Right. Either way, we suspect the brothers probably just called him Ben for short, or Sonny. Shabbat Shalom.